Welcome to the Work Matters Podcast. In each episode, talking with thought leaders and executives, PurposeWorks founder Thomas Bertels explores what it takes to make work more productive, valuable, impactful, and meaningful. Let's begin the conversation. My guest today is Mark Leitauder. Mark is the CEO of Forex as a design company, and you're looking at designing better solutions for patients and providers. And prior to that, you were at Novartis for 15 years, right, in various brand and digital roles, and we're excited to have you on the show. Our topic today is loneliness at work. Loneliness at work was one of those areas where we had something during lockdown that was kind of a, a little bit of a light bulb moment where we started to think, well, what's going on in organizations? Why? Why are people maybe not firing on all four cylinders? Is it just COVID? Is it just the pandemic? Is it just remote working? And then we started looking at loneliness. The research from before the pandemic was showing that roughly 50% of the workforce, whether you look at the US or whether you look at Europe, 50% of the workforce was feeling lonely at least some of the time. And there was a time and a period where I'd felt in work, although having a very good family and social network around me, I'd felt lonely at work, not really knowing what purpose was. And it took me a long time to unpack that. So we thought loneliness would be a very interesting topic to talk about in terms of helping organizations look at their productivity, look at their diversity and inclusion, and also, Thomas, looking at their culture. This might be very important for a team dynamic to look at loneliness. So how does loneliness at work manifest itself? I think there's a couple of things maybe to think about in terms of loneliness. And so on that spectrum, people most likely think of mental health, mental well-being, of anxiety, depression, stress, those kind of things. And they're very important things that I think everyone should pay an increasingly high amount of attention about what's causing them and how to work through those things as individuals, as leaders, and as corporations. Loneliness is on the same scale, but slightly different. Loneliness comes from a feeling at work where you have feelings which are related to not fitting in, not being heard. Those kind of typical team dynamics, especially when you start new jobs, and it seems to be quite prevalent there. You may have changed country. You may have stepped up as a leader and also maybe not doing, not perceiving that your job has meaning in the overall organization that you're in. Maybe you feel like other people are working on all the meaningful jobs and you're just doing other jobs. It comes from relationships, essentially. The real background behind it comes from loneliness, not forming and forging good work relationships. And you see that in the research that's been done. People feel like there's no one that they can turn to talk to. They don't have anyone that's close to them, anyone that feels like they've got their back. So it's a team dynamic. And the absence of that is felt as this feeling of loneliness. Difficult, I think, Thomas, for people to put their finger on it. I think that's one of the, the important things. I think sometimes people could say, I, I feel depressed or I, I'm, I'm anxious. Sometimes loneliness just ends up being this manifestation where I'm not quite sure I'm not firing on all, all four cylinders. And it's a cluster of these things that are happening at an individual level 
at a team level, but we should also look to our own leadership and at a leadership level. Why does it matter? I mean, what do you see as, I guess, the cost of loneliness and, and the impact on both the individual and organizations? I think on an individual level, it matters because if this is manifesting in you, you're not able to fully be present and be participating in a team. So I think at the minimum, it's hurting people's careers. They're not being able to be everything that they want to be and give everything that they want to be. And I think in many cases, this leads to people leaving jobs because they just feel like they don't fit in. But there's been no kind of diagnostic or help to go, hang on a minute, we may just be feeling loneliness. We might be able to do something about this as a team. Of course, when you ramp that up, let's say, as the research shows, maybe 50% of people are feeling like this at work. 50% of your team may not be turning up fully and not engaging fully. So think about productivity. And again, the research shows that productivity declines where loneliness abounds. Uh, creativity as well. Now we're in that place where we're not just thinking about getting stuff done. We're thinking about getting new stuff done, about being creative and problem solving. And so it's definitely seen that creativity goes down when people are feeling lonely. So let's build that up into a more kind of economic model. Some of the research shows that it costs $406 billion a year to the US government. The UK one was about $555 million, I think. It shows the impact of days lost, absenteeism, loss of productivity. You package in that, people may need to end up taking some time off or may need therapy or sick care or, you know, all the medication, everything else that can go into those kind of things. So I think there's a big impact to society, to government, to productivity. But most importantly, I think for people, this may be something that they've not thought about for themselves, which can be worked on. That's the good thing that this is something that can be worked on both at an individual level, but also at a team and corporate level and do something about it. Right. If people feel lonely, they don't really participate as much in the organization. So probably as a result, they're probably also not that involved and engaged in, for example, companies doing major change efforts, right? So we're, yeah. we're kind of also losing out on people's buy-in and input for those things. And then again, that probably might amplify the feeling of loneliness again, because now again, you feel left out because everybody else is working on this project. I mean, does that also fall for you under this broader bucket of loneliness and, and its cost? No, I think so. And, and in the pre-conversation that we were having with some of your work, Thomas, you know, that was very clear that making work great and a great place to be is something that's allied to this and key. And if you're making change in an organization and that's not being resonated by half of the people, change is slow, um, it's painful, it may not even happen. So I think all of those things go, that go beyond just the fact of loneliness um, come to the front of things. So I, yeah, I think it encompasses things. And you know, the good thing about loneliness, or even though it's on a spectrum, and it, if unchecked, not always, not for everyone, but there is an indicator that this does slide down into mental health issues like anxiety and depression. Loneliness goes to things like isolation. So I'm lonely, therefore I don't engage. And because I don't engage, I physically stay away from everyone else. And because I do that, there's potential for some people to develop anxiety and depression that goes along with work. They obviously need you know, clinical psychologists to, to work on that. Uh, loneliness is a construct where we can think about doing things at an individual level to build awareness, but also helping leaders 
lead their teams and corporations, lead their employees into better spaces. So where do you see the opportunity? What can be done about this? First opportunity for me, you know, realizing my inside myself that I'd been feeling like this and I was lucky to get some executive coaching and this was kind of surfaced inside that, uh, albeit a little bit later on and understanding it. But I don't think everyone has that. So I think the first thing we can identify this in people, it's quite simple. There are validated surveys so people can start to say, hey, this might be me. It might be something that we can think about. It takes commitment, like all things do, but it's not completely, not very complicated to start working and surfacing some of these things and even changing team and culture and, you know, dynamics that work around this so that you're more present, work becomes more enjoyable, productivity increases, and that self-fulfilling spiral upwards instead of spiral downwards is is a way to way to go it would be very easy for us to unlock a conversation about loneliness whether it's in me or with my team or how i've seen it or how we never feel that moment where people are quiet and uh, don't want to raise their hands sometimes when we raise the specter of we need to think about mental health sometimes people are not so sure that they want to put their hands up and, and talk about their own anxiety and depression Maybe this is an easy way into that conversation um, and may help people to start surfacing some of that. Again, I think those kind of things where we find those issues, they need to be dealt with, to be worked on, you know, at a, at a different level. But I think it's a conversation starter, an opener, an easy opener for people to, to discuss. I don't think many people are talking about it or it doesn't seem like it's on many people's radar screens when we talk to other companies. There's a great part to have in terms of this part of mental well-being. Other people have talked about resilience. That's great. That's needed. Other people have talked about mindfulness and positivity. They're all constructs that fit inside this. But loneliness, I don't think, has had much airtime recently. So we think it's time to put that on the map and maybe unlock creativity and productivity and also people's careers. I'm also thinking just like in terms of what organizations can do, because there's obviously like a, an individual component. Some people are more introvert than extrovert. That's not the only dimension. But then there's probably, at least from my angle, I look at the work angle, my meaningful is the work and part of my job is chopped into small pieces and I have no autonomy. I might probably feel more alienated. It probably has something to do with culture too. What's your perspective on how, how does culture fit into the mix? I think it's one of those things. I mean, we could ask you and you can ask your audience, what did you do for someone else today at work? You know, I know what I did for my family. Was that a net balance of I sent 55 emails out to the workforce and I responded, but what did I do to connect to someone? What did I do to enable them? And actually, what did the organization do for me? You know, did someone connect to me? Did someone check in and say, well, how are you today? Just being able to reach out and start that dialogue. Did you reach out to the same people that you always reached out to? You know, you have your set pattern. What happens when you reach out to a broader group of people? Maybe those tips of find three people that you don't normally talk to and strike up a conversation. And you know, you're amazed, not just with how happy it makes people feel, uh, how good it makes people feel having those conversations, but also what you find out and what's useful for you inside that. So that networking thing is something that everyone who's super busy tends to forget, but it's not just about the information, the actual fact of sharing, the courage of sharing something and the vulnerability that other people will have talked about in different parts of this. 
sharing that vulnerability as a leader and as a team member helps those moments when things get tough. It's okay for us to talk about things. It's okay for us to reach out to other people and for other people to help. So there's a lot that we can do inside groups. For me, it sits in those three groups. There's the individual, there's the team, then there's the organization. And we probably have to split those things up. So there are things that I can do. In behavioral change, you always want to think about the environment. And you talked about culture. So I think it's very interesting for us to build a culture where we are understanding and being inclusive of people who may find themselves in those moments where you know, work might not be as meaningful. Do we ever ask, do you feel like your work is meaningful? Not at the end of the year in the employee survey, but is there a dialogue? Does it feel okay? Does it feel psychologically safe to say, I'm not sure that I'm doing the most meaningful work here? Maybe it just needs explaining or it needs changing. But if it doesn't, then maybe I'm not going to get the best out of that team or the people. So I think it's a set of questions. It's probably no more than a set of questions to unearth loneliness, to practice it on a daily basis, to diminish loneliness, to keep it up and aware and to build it into a culture. So it becomes kind of second nature to avoid that for many. Now, of course, there are going to be a group of people who don't feel lonely at all. We said research says 50% of people said that they are sometimes or often lonely. That means that 50% of the people aren't. That doesn't mean to say they get off the hook. These are great. These are people that don't feel it, but they can help the other 50% that do feel it. So there's a role for everyone to play here. So I think there's a lot to, that people can do. Be aware of it, understand it, uncover it, know how to deal with it and build it into culture. It's also a huge opportunity, right, to maybe design workplaces in, in a way that, that, you know, are both more inclusive and involving and yeah. mentally healthy for people, whether that is you're doing meaningful work or you feel connected with your co-workers or you feel psychologically safe, right? I think those are all very, very important aspects. It's going to be interesting, right? Because I feel like a lot of companies kind of like in this return to do work, they stop at the policy level, right? They're trying to figure out what's the one rule that we can impose on everybody without really digging deeper and saying, what are the deeper changes that we need to make this a workplace designed for humans? I think you hit the nail on the head. I think the word is design that people need to take away. Maybe if there's one word from, from this is to take away is, is around design. Design needs an input to come up with a great solution. I think people need to look to their organization and what it is and look to their people and ask the people, is this something that, um, that people are, are, are feeling? Mark, it was a pleasure to talk to you about loneliness at work. I really appreciate you, you sharing your insights and also I think your own uh, experience in this space. And if people want to learn more about your work on this, where should they go? They can uh, contact us. I think you have our details in, in the bottom of the podcast. Forex and Echo in the US, two companies that are working on this across the different geographies. You can reach directly to us and the respective websites, which we'll have in the details in the, uh, in the bottom of the podcast. Wonderful. Mark, thank you so much. It was a great pleasure to talk to you and uh, wishing you a great rest of the day. Thank you for having me. So here's my takeaway from the conversation with Mark Leidauer. One, I'm still shocked by the statistic that 50% of people feel lonely at work, but I think it makes perfect sense. And I think he's right that there's a huge cost element associated with it, whether that's the direct cost, lost days at work, or the indirect cost, 
which is probably much more significant, right? loss in creativity or just making change efforts slow. Uh, secondly, the pandemic certainly has not helped the situation with people stuck in front of Zoom calls day in, day out, which makes it obviously harder to build a human connection and the fears that the return to work raises in people. I think we have a unique opportunity as the pandemic hopefully comes to a close uh, to reimagine work and, and maybe design it to have more purpose, but also make it less lonely for people. And we know that you know work design has a huge impact, right? Whether we work lonely in cubicles or we're co-located in a team, whether we you know work on a narrow piece of something where we don't understand the larger purpose um, compared to right where we're having a responsibility for an entire work product. And so I think it's really interesting to look at the redesign of work also as an opportunity to reduce loneliness. I tremendously enjoyed my conversation with Mark. I suggest you check out his work on the website of forex.com. And until next time, see you soon. We hope you enjoyed this discussion. If you did, please subscribe, like, share, or comment. Until next time, let's make work matter.